puff. Sip. Singing, I can see it in your smile. <laughs> You're all I ever wanted, and my arms are open wide. Cause you know just what to say, and you know just what to do, and I want to tell you, Puffy Boo. I went off key. I love you. Something's wrong with the blue lines. Um, I don't know what's wrong with the blue lines. Would you want me to scream? No, that's good right there. There's nothing wrong with the blue lines. (laughs) Well, dear, guess what? What? We have a state-of-the-art mic. Yes, people, Puff and Sip are now being sponsored by Nike. We got big That's some bullshit. <laughs> we got big studio equipment up in here. Yeah, we do got this nice ass mic that I ain't never seen no shit like it before, so it's pretty nice. But it is not ours, people. It is courtesy of my uh good old job. So anyway, this is the Puff and Sip Show and I'm Sip. I'm Puff. And uh we make up the lovely, lovely duo known worldwide and Possibly intergalactically as the Black Lesbian Podcast, the Puff and Zip Show. Holla! This, this this microphone is so sensitive, you might hear my lungs expanding. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we have one mic. It is this contraption that looks like a... My coworker there, she told me it looked like a, the planetarium thing. I was like, what the hell is a planetarium? First of all, I was like, what the hell is a planetarium? I was like, you talk about the place where you go and you look up, you know, the stars, like, in the theater? She's like, yeah. It's like, <laughs> okay, I haven't been one of those since I was in, like, first grade. Like, hello. So, yeah, we're looking at a planetarium mic, and we are uh, joining you on a lovely fall evening. Yeah, it's pretty fallish out. It's lovely. Uh, this is my favorite season. Have I said this in previous years? Mm, I'm sure you have. Whatever. And we're sipping on different beverages, both green. Um, let me ask you a question, dear. Does your beverage taste different? No. Did apple slut. No, it's an apple slut. You gotta bring it closer. <laughs> but instead of ginger ale or instead of Sprite. Did you not know? Did you not know that I knew I needed to bring it closer? <laughs> Obviously, I wasn't getting anything. I would have uh, figured it out. Is what? It's green tea ginger ale instead of Sprite. Gotcha. Yeah. April Fools. Oh no! It's 
the Mr. Bill show. So what's the date, babes? That's um, it's uh, I was gonna say April. <laughs> it's <laughs> October the twenty second, twenty ten. It's about nine o two p.m. Yes, where we are, just in Philadelphia. Yeah, home of the. Philadelphia fighting Phils, fighting Phillies. They better fight like they ain't never fought before. Let me tell y'all how I was having heart palpitations last night over the the fucking baseball team. This is ridiculous. Yeah, we actually uh, watch a whole lot of baseball around here. We follow them throughout the season, and I think you think did this start with Junior King playing baseball? Yeah, because we wasn't watching it before then. <laughs> At all. Well, except for the World Series. World Series. But we watched like the last five minutes of the World Series. <laughs> so that don't even count. It really doesn't. Even the slackers of the slackers <laughs> watch at least an inning. We like got the last swing and a celebration. And, you know, hey, we won. And then all of a sudden we just, you know, actually watch baseball on TV. Like be sitting here inning after inning. Well, you know, it's a lot more exciting than it used to be, too. Oh, my god! It used to be so long and boring and draw, drawn Baseball. out, like, two hits every six innings. It was just the worst. But, but look, now, exciting, huh? I've got it's nicknames so for, like, just about all the Phillies. You want to hear them? Okay, you want to hear them? Ryan Howard, he's he's got a big nose. So, I'm going to, I call him Schnauzer. <laughs> Jason Worth. I'm torn between Lumberjack and Smackaroonie. Because that motherfucker smacks the bowl. Smackaroonie. Um, Polanco, I haven't gotten around him yet. Um, J-Rock. Um, you know what? So you don't have nicknames for everybody. You just I, had nicknames for two. <laughs> I kind of call him Antsy. He's like, uh, he's got an ant in the pants, impatient uh, guy. What about Jimmy Rollins? J-Roll. That's pretty common. Yeah. Um, holiday, Doc Holiday. That's pretty typical. Everybody call him that. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Shut, the, Shut the hell up. I'm thinking any old way. Um. Anyway, so we've been up. I've been losing what sleep. About Charlie Manuel, <laughs> Bubblegum Boy. <laughs> Yo, have y'all watched the way Charlie smacks his gum? First of all, does he have teeth? Got bats in his mouth. Does he wear sunscreen? I mean, no, do we know? Right. I'm concerned. I'm concerned about his skin health. I'm concerned about his gums and his gum got chewing. Teeth and <laughs> his skin has no moisture at all. <laughs> Yo, he needs a makeover. He could probably look really kind of like a cool older white dude with the yeah, little unless they do help with his skin. He is like red. He's red. But you red know what? October he looks. All the time. He looks extra red in when he's summer. wearing red because it reflects. <laughs> but when he's inside and he like you know has different lighting. Lighting is so important. Anyway, y'all make sure y'all go in the right light because it makes you look less like Charlie Manuel. Anyway. <laughs> How did we get here? So the Phillies are doing well. We are no, rooting. no, no, no. They're not doing well. Motherfucker, they are in the NLCS. The Phillies was playing well in the first series. The Phillies should not be in the position that they are in. <sighs> they almost lost it all. Yo, 
last night, but oh. almost don't count. They did pull through, but they can play much better ball than they've been playing. They're not hitting well. Them Giants are shutting them down. They're not hitting well at all. Or trying to and shut they, them down. They, you know, errors have been an issue. Um, holiday pulled is growing. 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 <laughs> that is a funny word. You know what? For years, I thought only men had a groin. <laughs> <laughs> then I realized that it's it's not a male uh, anatomy. <laughs> Did you know? Yeah, I knew. I had like all kinds of anatomy, anatomy biology. Mm-hmm. Well, I had less. Even before that, but you know, I played sports and. I think I pulled my groin once. <laughs> when which time when you was faking? <laughs> y'all, I did something to my leg. It ain't been right since. Anyway, mm-hmm. podcast, y'all don't care, right? I know. So I'm sipping on an apple martini. Puff is sipping on a green tea ginger ale. Uh, apple slut. Apple slut. I'm sipping on an apple whore tonight. <laughs> Ooh. Instead of an apple slut. You feeling whorish tonight? No. Oh, too bad. Um. <laughs> <laughs> So we are uh, on the couch. Junior King is playing at a friend's, uh, at a neighbor's, paying an ass. Yeah. He's over his house tonight. And uh, I have a feeling he's going to be calling you and saying, Can I spend the night? Here. No, is he, oh, if he oh, can man. stay over there. <laughs> you know, once they get together, they don't like to say bye. They be trying to make a whole weekend out of it and everything. Yes. So anyway, I think it's good. Yeah. I like the fact that Junior King has friends and isn't lonely. So anyway, chilly weather, fall is here. Leaves are falling. Yes, the, the temperature only got up to like 58 or something today. It felt lovely. Love fall. Yep, the leaves are falling off the trees. They're going to be butt-ass naked in about... Three more weeks. You ain't have to call the trees all pornographic names like butt ass naked. Puff went to the pumpkin patch without us. I had to. It was my job. <laughs> Man. Meanwhile, she posted pictures on Facebook all happy and shit on the hayride, picking pumpkins and frolicking through the woods. I was with the kindergartners. <laughs> I should not be happy. If they some badasses. Nah, they were actually going to be, they were more behaved than the, the old the ones. graders that I went with the week before to mm. the other trip. So, Puff's having a blast at work. Yeah, I still ain't got my own students assigned to me. I don't, you know what? I hate to say, I don't give a fuck right now. This is what it is. <laughs> as long as y'all keep paying me, if y'all want to waste money, you know. It's a little um, ridiculous. Yeah, it's finally, sad. Yeah, but, finally, finally saw Puff's classroom for the first time today. Yeah, you know, she always comes and never come in and yeah. all that bullshit. I don't know why, but whatever. All these years. I've only been invited in like twice. Man, psh, <laughs> you're just about a lying ass. Huh. You know, huh? Get off of me, man. Ooh. So anyway, we're going to move on because we actually have a somewhat of a sobering topic tonight on a Friday night that we want to bring to you because it is just a necessary uh, thing to talk about. But before we do that, a couple of things I want us to talk on. First, um, or the next item has to do with Tyler Perry's appearance on Oprah. Y'all, 
if that wasn't a heart wrenching now puff was still at work I was I think working from home that day and had a chance to watch the interview um it was a sheer act of bravery for him to be so bold to share such painful um taboo like um experiences especially and from a male's perspective, he was sexually abused. For those of you that may not know, Tyler Perry, the award-winning character, Medea, hello, that Tyler Perry, um, had like been sexually abused. I mean, in a way that is just not that sexual abuse is ever anything but, um, bad and negative but to me just the rawness of it he just it was like uncut I had to ask Junior King um to leave the room because I just thought it was too graphic um given his age so I just want to say it I mean at some point there it might make sense for us to talk about abuse um we talked about domestic abuse like between partners um so anyway, it's it's crazy. So people, for anybody listening, talk to somebody and uh, work through stuff. And don't kind of uh, stay a victim to things that have happened to you in the past. Um, there is a brighter side. It gets better. And that's actually what we're going to talk about. It gets better. Another thing, uh, pop culture-wise, this don't ask, don't tell this is more, not less pop culture and more politics. Y'all know 17 years ago, Bill Clinton, I didn't realize, it was under his administration. Mm-hmm. They started this don't ask, don't tell bullshit for the military troops. Bullshit. <laughs> and I put that in there. Recently, it was declared unconstitutional. Obama? Yep. Has been Obama has been a, I think a pretty staunch supporter of the fact that it never should have started to begin with, and he wanted it done away with. Mm-hmm. In the last few days, it was done away with, and then there's major a- major accomplishment. You know, community just you know one step closer to being you know equal, but then. There is a flip side to it that's very right. interesting. Right. And apparently, I guess, and people, I'm sure y'all can, some of y'all listening probably know a hell of a lot more than I do, but apparently what has um, been happening is there have been some concerns raised about the turnover or repealing of, whatever it's called, don't ask, don't tell, to the point where Obama is now asking for it to be reinstated because of grave concerns about the safety of gay soldiers here and abroad who are now free to be who they are and that they could be targeted within the military ranks because of their sexuality. So I kind of equate this to segregation. And once it became legal or more protected legally to mix Races, so to speak, to go certain places, to sit different parts of the bus, just because it comes down from the law, quote unquote, doesn't mean that society is going to automatically accept it. All right. 
obviously. So there's going to be lots of backlash. And what do you think, dear? Um, yeah, you know, I didn't really give it much thought on that side of it, but you know, now that it's being brought to the light, um, yeah, it's it's definitely something to to think about. I I don't know if you need to take the um, severe measures of reinstating it. I don't know, you know, what they can do. Um, it's a, it's a tough situation, but and I I, I can see. Uh, you know, it being a dangerous situation, you out in battle and somebody decides to be yes. an asshole. And you know, it's 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 a whole bunch of shit in the military that you know don't get out. Yeah, you know, we don't know amongst themselves and people shoot. Oh, it's all kinds of um, crazy. Yeah, we don't uh, know. Stuff. They have their own their own code, their own world. their own law, yeah. their own so. court system, which I didn't realize. Mm-hmm. Their own prisons. Mm-hmm. You know, so they have like a, a world inside a world, right? Yeah, yeah. So but, you know, so on one hand, it's it's a victory, but on the other hand, it's you know, it's gonna be some backlash. It's craziness. Mm, mm, mm. Well, let's keep moving. So y'all chime in. Tell us what y'all think about this. Don't ask, don't tell. Should it just be repealed, and we just work to improve and protect? gay soldiers those that are incoming and those that are already there or should they do something different i don't know roll call roll call old school old school kb not burger king kawayala kawa lawa yaga Yes. Chris from Chicago. Chicago Chris. Yo. What's up? Genius Stevens. Hi, Miss Genius Stevens. Hello. Jess. Our buddy Jess. What's up, Jess? (laughs) (laughs) I don't appreciate the attitude. You know, I was listening to an old show and um, I used to do a lot of accents. Yeah, until just uh, cuss me out, yeah. pretty much. But you're gonna go back to him. I miss it. Do it. So I think this very last person deserves my accent. Okay, whoever the person is. Oh, Natalie! Hello. You signed the little character from off the video game Cooking Mama. Yeah, Better Natalie. Than Cooking Mama. Better than Natalie. Hello, Natalie. Hi, Nat. Now y'all remember about a year. Or a year and a half ago on a podcast, I was trying to remember the name of a movie because when I was imitating how I thought people from Minnesota spoke, I was trying to reference this popular movie that took place in a very cold weather climate in the United States. The movie was Fargo. I just had to say that, okay? I don't know what the hell you talking about. I don't even know what she's talking about. Babes. Hey, and I know babes. Don't get babes. me in that bullshit. Do you remember when we were on the plane? No. We stopped in Minnesota on the yeah, way to Florida. I remember you talking that bullshit accent. And, and I was sitting next to this cute. Oh, they were so thick. Little boy looked like he was straight from, um, like, Switzerland. I don't know. 
so like that mean he was from Chicago. <laughs> so he had like that not blonde hair. It was like yellow. Like he looked like he should be on the cover of like a little old box of cornflakes or something. You know, before they start putting black people on him. Like he just had a real. He was cute. It was Why like a little dog. They start putting black people on it because can be. He just was on a cornflake box. No, because this was I'm talking. About, he got that old world little white boy look, but he was so cute. And his mom, we anyway, very nice people sitting next to him, and they were saying, "Yeah, oh yeah, oh mom, can I have another crackle, mom?" Oh, sure, son. Here, have another cracker. Maybe they're from Germany. I don't know where the fuck they were from. But I thought they were from Minnesota. So I was trying to emulate, imitate, whatever the word is, the Minnesotan accent. Jess um, threatened to come up here and kick my ass. (laughs) (laughs) Natalie um, also told me that I sounded ridiculous and that they didn't (laughs) sound like that. Pokey Staples down in I don't know where the fuck she is where the books at Pokey um, said that I was absolutely ridiculous with the accents but that I should keep them going so anyway a little bit of history Puff and Sip style so Natalie oh, and everyone else listening to the Puff and Sip show you just gotta love us we we are unique and one of a kind. Yeah, yeah. I made my drink strong as shit. Yes, because I'm gonna take advantage of your ass as soon as this show stops, baby. Anyway, how do you say that? All right, you got on new PJs. What you got uh, on? Seventies, John. Girl, I tell you, I gotta keep an eye on Puff. Ain't no telling. Going shopping behind behind closed doors. It's like a dressing room. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got my drink is a little strong too. Folks, wish me luck. Uh oh, I'm going in tomorrow. I'm going in, and I'm going hard. Hopefully, I'll be driving out. Oh shucks! Yeah, it will be a lovely thing. Puff is going car shopping tomorrow. Yeah. And um, it's going to be a good thing. I hope so. Yes. So anyway. I want some keys. Here's another update on the puff front before we get into this topic. Y'all. Do y'all remember back in the days when Puff couldn't wait to get an iPhone? She was counting down the days. Mm. She slept with her iPhone like it was a teddy bear. She was six years old. I mean, (laughs) she kissed it every night before she went to bed. This is just disrespectful. She dropped it in the toilet. I did not. (laughs) (laughs) What phone you drop in the toilet? It wasn't my iPhone. It I was your dropped. razor. Yeah, my razor. I dropped my iPhone in a bowl of grits. <laughs> she didn't drop iced tea on her keyboard. Iced tea? You spilled some juice or something. When it you was hot tea. Hot tea and the, the buttons off. So she the worst. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Yeah, I so got, she finally decides after got, all this. I had it for a year. That she's now, people, sick She's you, over the iPhone. You know, it just became uh, uh, not so smooth, and because I only had the 3G, I didn't have the 3GS or the 
iPhone 4. I don't have the iPhone 4. And with all the new updates, one thing I will say, that, you know, Apple and iPhone, they, you know, constantly kept things updated. All the ep- updates, my phone just couldn't support all of it. And it started moving slow, freezing, and it just, did, that became frustrating. And, you know, that had been going on for about two what three months since, yeah. the, since the iPhone 4 since came that out. big update, and, you know, and it was this big. Oh, as long as you got the iPhone, you know, you'll get certain features. Of course, not all of them. It's some bullshit. You got like two point five features, <laughs> and that was it. And you know, it just so Facebook freezing and all that. So I was due for upgrade and started looking. You know, a couple of weeks before my actual due date, and found. Um, Samsung Captive, I looked at a lot. Captivate. I don't know why I was called a Captive. Captivate. And uh, kept my eye on it. I was like, yeah, I, I like it. And uh, actually, and- Bargain Betty lucked up. And thanks for AT&T for that error. I appreciate you all posting wrong shit on your website. Because <laughs> I got the phone that I should have paid um, $199 for. Mm-hmm. I got it for... Drum roll, please. Ching. Forty nine ninety nine. What? It's, it's a nice phone. I, I I love it. I just gotta, you know, get used to it. Some of it's very similar to the iPhone, you know, with the touch screen, the apps, and all that. So how about that? I just gotta figure out, um, you know, how to move the icons and. So check. The, so what y'all think, people? All that hype picture. And it's a nice phone, but you know what? I was trying to tell her, just get the iPhone 4. I'm really happy with the iPhone 4, but at this point, she had been become so disenchanted with the iPhone. She wanted yeah, I didn't, I had no desire for the iPhone 4. No more parts. And I think my big issue with the iPhone 4 is, um, I, I mean, it's, the body is sleek and it looks a whole lot nicer and the, the display, hands down, iPhone 4 has the best display that's out there. They have the um, most amount of pixels. Yeah, we do. I think you guys are up to like 920 and mine's is uh, 7 something or whatever, 720. But um, it wasn't a whole lot different. And I guess when they made all this hype about it, yeah, it was, you know, mm. I guess there's some features that I, you can't see. Like I would love to see the, I guess if I would have got the iPhone 4. The face camera thing is like yeah. features you can't see. We could have been FaceTiming each other because I don't have anybody to FaceTime with. That's not true. Actually, I have two co workers, but it's like I really don't want to FaceTime with either yeah. of them. I'm sorry. Um, so yeah, but anyway, so, so she, I love my phone. She's a trader. She's great battery life. That's nothing. My other iPhone, oh, the last, the, the old last, iPhone, the battery, terrible, but yeah, suck. Like, yeah, it does. You know, I had to keep a charger at work, one in the car, one at home. Just to, I'm constantly charging all day. This bad. This seems to have a pretty good battery life. Although I need to give it a full, full charge. I haven't completely charged it up since I've gotten it. You have it on charger now? Uh, no, it's just sitting here just <laughs> waiting for me to... Wowzers. You know, I'm still on that, you know, transferring contacts and that's a Getting to ass. know. So, yeah, I got a, a new phone and know. hopefully I'll have a new set of wheels. And on that note, somebody stole Junior King's bike, people. Oh, my His gosh. Nice, what was that? A 
16 speed or it was like these crazy numbers. I'm still numbers. in denial about yeah, it. Yeah, I think maybe it got I don't know. It, it, I think it's still it, it's gone. Mm. You know, we had, I had it locked up on the balcony second floor. It wasn't, you know, an expensive lock, but it was a little chain lock. And um came home tonight and just, you know, it's in a place where when we come in, you just automatically look up and see it. And I'm glad that we've been putting it there. So that, you know, we kind of have it in our view. view. Right. Because if we had had it somewhere else in the complex, it's who like knows? When it could have been. It yeah. Any given. But anyway. Well, it's, it's gone. And, um, that sucks. It was a really nice bike. Yeah, it was. And he just, you know, he had, he had just gotten it when he came back this summer. Right. But this, 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 I guess the brighter side of it is about to be winter. Yeah. So he's not doing much riding and I'll just. And he still has his scooter. Yeah, he do have his scooter, so he's not totally out. Yeah. You're right. It's time to pull the scooter out and you can scoot, scoot around the thing outside. Yep. But he'll get another one. Yeah, he will. Mm, that just was a nice ass bike for the sweet ass price. It was like $59. It was ridiculously Crazy. cheap. It was, it was like a, a nice bike. Yeah. And it didn't even have, it didn't even have a seat on it. I took the seat off of it. These are the seats. You know, they popping it out now. So I guess they can just go buy a damn seat. So, people, those of y'all riding bikes, make sure you have a U lock because I sure enough um, talked about it with Puff and had intentions, especially once. <coughs> Once he got that new bike, I had every intention of getting him a, a really good lock um, and didn't do it quickly enough. So, yeah, make sure you do that. All right. Any other updates? I think we're good. All right. So let's talk about this somewhat tough topic of it gets better. So I'm sure most of y'all have heard, many of y'all have heard about the recent rash of um, suicides of gay youth um, from the age, the youngest age I saw there was 11 um, through early 20s, um, like 20, 21. I think I heard of a 20-year-old young woman at Howard University um, and the youngest being an 11-year-old boy. So we want to talk about it because it is so disturbing. I mean, whether you're gay, straight, it, this doesn't even matter. Like, it, it, this is just ridiculous. And I'm wondering, I was talking over with a coworker, and I was wondering, is this on the rise? Or we're is it just, just being, about it. right, is it just being publicized more? And I'm, you know, and I guess we'll never know. But my hunch is that maybe it's happening more than it was. I don't know. But well, I guess we'll never know. So it sounds like in just about every one of these scenarios that has been, at least the way it's been reported through the media, that the source of or the reason behind these suicides are... Um, or is the reason is that these young folks have been bullied for specifically for being gay or being perceived as being gay. Um, so let's talk about bullying and then we'll kind of get into gay bullying and then more about the recent rash of suicides that we've heard about here in the United States. So what is bullying in your opinion, dear? How would you describe it? 
Um, I would describe bullying as um, when an individual um, typically uh, targets someone that they feel is um, weak, for lack of a better word. Yeah, I was going to say inferior. Inferior, yes. Um, Someone they can intimidate. Um, Usually someone smaller in size than themselves. Right. Anybody that will make them feel like they've they're empowered. Someone that they can control mm-hmm. and, and 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 plant fear in, um, is is a bully. Yeah. Me. And I would say that some of the acts of bullying and I'm going back to when I was in school, I wasn't a bully, not by a long shot. Um, nor was I bullied by anyone. I was pretty much in that safe zone of just being accepted for the most part not extremely popular not at the bottom of the list either (laughs) um but that i remember that kids got teased either because they were different based on how they dressed how they looked how their hair was how they talked certain things you know physical characteristics whatever um so they were teased taunted for that um I remember a lot of kids, some of the kids getting pushed and like fights um, initiated or whatever, pushed around. Um, I'm trying to remember anything serious that I witnessed as a kid around bullying, but those were really the primary things. Ostracized. There were some kids who would just get shut out of certain activities. They would get um, kicked out of groups situations pick glass for the kickball team and stuff like that but i don't remember anything real deep going on do you remember as a kid oh yeah um i excuse me i I unfortunately um don't have the same story that sit here has (laughs) um I, i i went through um spurts when i was i was a potential bully. Yeah, I believe that. Um, <laughs> and and it was it was short lived, mm. but it was a result of and not that you know it's it's, it's an excuse because bullying is bullying no matter right what the reason. But it was a result as from um, racial slurs being called the n word and so by you somebody were- that. I considered my friend, you know, and was put in a situation where she, you know, she was, I think I might have talked about this on another podcast, yeah, but she yeah. was showing off and called me the N-word. So I was on the, on the real, was hurt. So it was like, I'm going to kick your butt. So was she bullying you first and then you no, bullied her back? She wasn't bullying me at all. We were friends. Okay. But she as just a called of you that word. Calling me that word. It was just one time. That one time. And then it resulted it, okay. in a fight. And then the fight after that, I, um, began bullying her but not not in terms of making fun of her or or, or taunting her I, I was doing more of the planting the fear uh, I will kick your ass again uh, give me your lunch money uh, that type of shit and, that, and it went off about a good like I said it was very short lived because you know adults got involved early um, and you know it got shut down do you know where she is now? Yeah, hell no would you have an interest in like reconnecting no, her like on Facebook or not at all. Okay. Just not curious. But um <laughs> sorry. 
No, there's no purpose. Um, yeah, so, you know, then I've also been on the end where I've seen people getting bullied and I've stepped up. Like, yo, relax. I've been on the side of the taunting and teasing where we've, you know, singled out individual. We called it bussing. We busting on you. And oh, all yes, that. yes. And, and, you know, a little further back, playing the dozens. Yes. You know, when you pick on that weaker person that you know is just really not going to respond. <laughs> and, yes. you know, you surround yourself. And you and, and bullies also surround themselves with weak people. People mm. that just are going to admire them and it's all about them. And You all said that. this about drama queens. They surround yeah, themselves they with, with, weak people. With, with weak people. Yeah. people that they can manipulate people that will agree with the, everything that they say, their opinion. They don't have their own opinion. And, <clears throat> you know, it's, it's, you know, the, the taunting, the, the teasing, and all of that. And I've, I've seen, I've been in the whole circle of bullying on every aspect of it but each phase was short lived uh-huh. and then after a while that shit wasn't appealing it was like yo I didn't tolerate if I was around somebody that would be picking up somebody I'm like yo why'd you pick on somebody right say that to me and I've done that a million times I, oh you, you, you what you messing with that person for say it to me mm. oh nah nah so you and bullying the bullies yeah well yeah <laughs> yes well that's a good thing that's but, um, yeah, but it, that's like Robin Hood ish. And and and, and I would go venture to say that you know our bullying back then it's a walk in the park. That's what I'm. That's what I want to ask you because you're in a school setting now. They out, they out to really hurt and 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 it's they ruthless now. I'm trying. To I've seen kids like and not even. I mean, you know, we're going to get to the to the gay because that's a whole nother yeah. area, a whole nother level of it. But just on a general, kids are, you are, you, they are mean, mm. mean spirited. And it's not that, that they are, are really mean people. It's just what they are exposed to in their environment. It's crazy because like. Kid, we you don't come here with this behavior, right? It is learned, and it's like it's set. Like you got some kids that will, you only have to do nothing or say anything to them, and they just is spiteful. And somebody could be just sitting, and it's always a sweet little kid that's a sweetheart, and they'll pick up a freaking pair of scissors and stab them in the hand for no reason at all. Wow, and it's like. Not only are you a bully, you violent with it. Right. So it's like it's a different. I know some people have attributed they tease and taunt and they've attributed some of this desensitization of this generation, this young sort of generation that we have today. Disconnect to um, video games and um, the media and watching TV because, because, because all of the violence that they're exposed to desensitizes them to, um, sort of the real real world world. and the repercussions. Um, I was actually, I've been taking junior King to school, um, a few days, a couple days out of the week. Um, because puff's car has been on the, well, (laughs) 
Right. Forgot about yeah, that small detail. Betsy kicked the bucket. So, um one morning, I don't know, we were listening to something on the radio. We were watching listening to sports radio and it came up and I said I said, Junior King, I said I'm not trying to let you right now because he hadn't done anything wrong. I said, but one lesson that I learned as a kid that was like probably the most valuable lesson I ever learned is that everything has a consequence. Everything I do has a consequence. And before I do something, I need to think about what the possible consequences are for that behavior. There's a connection. And I think kids don't think about that. They do stuff without really thinking about what could happen to them. And I know they might say, oh, I don't care, and let them fire me, or not fire, or expel me, or suspend me, or call my mother, she doesn't care anyway. But there's such a, there's a, there's a huge disconnect, and there's a desensitization of what, I don't know, of, of feelings. A of, of, but a lot of them, a lot of our kids... Are looking for legitimate validation. Yeah. They look at, and it's like, I'm gonna do this just so my homie, my homegirl, whoever, can give me that. Like, they live. Dep as in respect. Approval from their peers. It is so major. Like, I, I've seen them come in a classroom. Uh huh. And, and, and you're but, around but, yeah, all, all ages. Like kindergarten through eighth. Yes. And I've seen them go into uh, a particular classroom and just cut the fool. Just act like complete. To get an arousal <laughs> from their peers. Yeah. And it's like, why are you acting this way? Like, what is the problem? And they are so disconnected from real life. Yeah. And it's like, they be, what? I ain't even do nothing. So, the bullying, though. And the, I the mean, bullying part. Do you see that? Absolutely. A lot? From the kindergarten on up. Just, just. The kindergarten is bullying? Just at the pumpkin patch. At the pumpkin patch? <laughs> Look. Uh-oh. Just one. Girl, and she's bigger than the rest of the kids. Got a little chubby so, chub. And, and a lot of bullies, no self-esteem, low self-esteem, want to be accepted, yeah, all of that. the bullies, yeah. And like I said, this particular child's bigger than the rest of the kids, so I'm sure, no doubt, she's been called, you know, Jolly Green Giant, you know, and not even in, at, in a school setting, just at home or, you know, off-site. And... She bullying, Wait, literally the pushing jo- the jolly giant. Oh, I thought the jolly giant was being bullied. No, she was doing the, she was doing the bullying at kindergarten level. Uh, kindergarten bullying. When I went to the first, so grade what was trip, she doing? Like she was pushing, well, run up somebody just standing there. Here she come from the back, boom, and watch him fall on the ground. Just like I got a joy out of that. Did she laugh after she? Yeah, she had this little devilish smirk, like (laughs) some seeds of Chucky. Then they made her sit down. (laughs) I say that all the time. They made her sit down. You know, a little timeout bullshit. Made her sit down. When she got back up to go play some more, 
went and kicked somebody. So Napoleon, she's and been, there's one particular girl that she constantly picks on. She probably like her. They could probably gonna be dating in a few years. I don't know. I don't know about all that. <laughs> Them little crushes have been mighty early, but look, I'm I'm really concerned about this. Like this is uh, this is craziness. So, so what can we do? And maybe we'll 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 get to that a little bit later from the aspect of the person being bullied. But I want to hit this now. What can we do for the bullies, the people doing the bullying, to 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 stop it or to connect with them better? These kids. One thing that you have to do if number one, the person that's being bullied or people that are witnessing bullying, they have to speak up. That's the, number one. The innocent bystanders, the innocent so, bystanders so to speak. You're, you're giving that bully power. It's In a bully's mindset, it is all about power. You have to take the bully's power from them. And that means... But they're going to have to get... Get rid of the crowd. Yeah. You know, the ones that stand around watching. Giving up... You, you you in the middle and they watching you perform? Mm. That's your stage right there. Mm-hmm. Well, you better sing and, a song or tap dance and, or something. And, and oftentimes, all it takes is one or two people to stand up to that bully. So from a teacher's perspective or from a parent's perspective, let's say you were to find out, and this is very supposed because Junior King, that's not really, I don't think, in his personality to do this. If you were to find out that he was being bullied, no, 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 that he was bullying another kid at his school, what would you do? I'm going in. And what I mean by that is, number one, um, definitely from just a, a parental perspective, dealing with it at school on a parental professional level. Right. Um, I'm definitely coming in and we talking to the other kids' parents. First of all, I want them to know by no means, because we live in a day of time where parents supporting kids. And they're going to be wrong. It's two left feet. You better not put your hands on boo-boo. And <laughs> it's a reason. Your kid must have did something for my child right. to be... I'm not that parent. You're wrong. You're wrong. I'm coming up. No, look, I don't. This right here, I I, I don't raise him to be this way, and we're gonna shut it down and let them know you you're not gonna have no more problems out of this. You know, reassure that child has been being bullied, uh-huh. and like he gonna do something in school, some community service or something. You might he might even have to do he gonna do something voluntarily outside of whatever punishment if the school don't put his behind out. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Right. To to speak about bullying, you're you going to get at your peers. Now you're going to be the school sp- spokesperson about bullying because it's not funny. Right. On, on, on no level. And when we get home, uh <laughs> he going to think I'm a bully. Yeah. Because I'm a bully. Is that like, I, that's, it's not cool. But, you know, and as a parent, you know, you send your kid out every day. And you don't know, you know, what he walking into and you just, you all, you know, that's a, that's always been a concern of the kind of almost a worry of mine, you know, cause you know, Junior King, he's not the roughest of the rough boys and no, you know, but he's, he's very not friendly, but he's not the softest. Yeah. Of he's not the soft softest. Ways I mean, you know, he's right in the middle there. You yeah, know? He is. 
And he's sensitive, he's, though. He, but yeah, he's sensitive, yeah. and I could I could honestly see him possibly getting bullied. I think there's and a possibility that he may have been bullied in the at previous the other school. school. And I'm ready. To, I'm good, and that's I'm going to yeah. that. And um, you know, not being very outspoken about it. Um, I think you really have to dig, dig, and be like, tell me what's going on for him to, to, to say something. But you know, there was incidents at his other school mm-hmm. that kind of signified that there was some bullying going. I remember one incident. He came home and he was kind of, you know, visibly upset. And you know, he had been playing with a couple of the boys and they was playing football, but it was some invisible football. They didn't have a real ball. And you know, he was acting like he got a touchdown. And the boy didn't like it and went and punched him in the face or slapped mm-hmm. him in the face or something. Mm-hmm. And Junior King was really upset because he's like, "That's you know, we supposed to be friends. Like, why would he do that? And, um, you know, it was like 2008 or 2009 or something. It had to be like 8 or 7 or whatever. Yeah. And I clearly told him, I said, look, we live in a different day and time. You know, in a day and time where I was coming up. If somebody hit you, they told you, go tell an adult. And I, I just told him, look, don't nobody punk you. He put his hands on you, defend yourself. Hit him back. Then go tell somebody. Mm-hmm. And um, the next day, he said they went to play some, played the same little dumb game. The boy went to hit him. And Gia Clean got clocked him before he got him. <laughs> And he chilled right on out. And they was like best, you know, buzz at lunchtime after that. He said, oh, he changed. He real different. And he, you know, mm. he took the bully power. And not saying that, you know. It's always that power, easy. You got to, you know, <laughs> have this confrontation and fight the bully and all that. And it's not always that easy. Oh, but, gosh, no. But the, the, re- <laughs> the reality is you have to. Stand up for yourself. Yeah, stand up for yourself. But in 2010, the bullying that's going on now. It's different. I don't. Yo. It's different. It's very different. Well, I remember also, I'll just add to the Junior King story, and I want to get back to what we're talking about and then get into gay bullying because I remember when he started at the school where he is now, um, which is a very different school. It was very early in the in the school year of his first year, which was last year. And he said, that's one thing I really like. Because I think I said, well, are there ever any bullies in your school? And he said, talking of his new school, he said, that's one thing I really like. There's no bullies. Mm-hmm. Nobody gets teased for anything at this school. And I'm like, that spoke volumes to me that there was definitely bullying. Number one, there was definitely bullying going on in his last school. And that, and it led me to think that because he's a very intelligent kid and, and really, I mean, straight A's like (laughs) through just about all of his schooling so far that he would probably stand out in some ways as being Mm -hmm. a target. So yeah, I'm glad he is where he is. So anyway. Um, it's a different kind of bullying. And I think as opposed to the examples that we've shared where, you know, instilling some fear and threats, although they might not necessarily be, um, substantiated threats, you might just kind of like you were saying with the girl that called you the N word, where you, you just threatened to kick her ass again, although you never actually did. And my examples of teasing and taunting. The 2010 gay bullying we're talking about to fast forward is pushing the kid down a flight of steps, 
Mm-hmm. Jumping, you know, five beating one up, beating a the, gang beating, of yeah. kids terrorizing a kid day after day for months on the on the 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 higher end of the teens, you know, close to adulthood, taping, um, male gazing, you know, in the sexual act and posting it. On the internet, like just devious, malicious. There was also another one I heard about. I forgot who it was. Um, a guy, I guess, somewhat of a popular kid in high school, was pretending to like this kid, Th- this gay guy, this, this gay mm-hmm. kid, and the gay kid bought it. Thought that, oh wow, this nice guy, Jack, whatever, really likes me, and totally set him up. Mm-hmm. To embarrass him, humiliate him in front of a lot of kids in the school. So, I mean, we're talking about, like, <laughs> this is ridiculous what's happening now. So, um, some stats about gay bullying. Um, they say that, on average, gay youth hear anti-gay slurs about 26 times a day. Or once every 14 minutes. So, you know, whether or not they're necessarily aimed at them specifically, I think schools in general are just filled with anti-gay rhetoric and, and slurs and terms and stuff that is still so common. 31% of gay youth have been threatened or injured at school in the last year. So that's pretty, I read a few different websites that said just about one third of all kids um, who are being teased are gay and that a third of gay youth have been threatened in the last school year. So um, this is like craziness, craziness what's going on. So I want to jump and I want to get back to that previous. I have my format here a little bit out of order. Um, I want to talk about the recent gay suicides because I know we've got a couple of examples that we want to talk about. Um, and again, just appalling stories in the last year. Um, I don't have a stat on the number, but I swear I feel like in the last month, it's like one a week. It's like one every week that we're hearing about. There was an there was a fifth grader last year. His name was Jaheem Herrera. Um, he was in the Atlanta area, eleven year old boy. He was being teased, um, being called gay a lot, and hung himself in his closet. His sibling found him, I think, at home. I mean, most recently in the last couple of days, there's this kid Terrell Williams 17 year old um beautiful nice really attractive black male um out in I think he's originally from Beverly Hills California and uh I think he was living somewhere else in his I think senior year of high school yep last year um oh you you looking at it now go for it yeah well he um he was in his last year in high school, um, you know, pretty, you know, great student. All had a lot going for himself. Um, apparently, um, he has a kind of a unique twist on um, his situation. Um, when he was younger, like I believe, like by the age of nine, um, 
you know, he had the conversation with his mom. He felt like, you know, he was gay. He wanted to, you know, be with this little boy that lived nearby. The, you know, they became pretty good friends. And they both went to their parents and let them know the parents was 100% supportive and allowed the two to start dating when they were like 9 and 10 years old. And they have been dating ever since. Um, the young man that took since his life. Since the age of 10. Yes. 9 and 10. Um, the yes. young man, Terrell, that, that um, you know, took committed suicide, um, he was 17. His partner, um, I believe, was 18. And this was all like a week before Terrell's 18th birthday. So they have been dating all this time and apparently, you know, was like really in love. This, you know, pretty cool couple, no trouble, great students, the whole nine. But, um, you know, school bullying, bullying. And he just got taunted and bullied and bullied and bullied until, you know, he came to his breaking point and his mother came home and again found he had hung himself and it's it's like it's like that's the method yeah. you know for it so it's like you know you know you hear about suicide and people attempting suicide and you know often you know you hear the people that took pills you know i and and not to make light of suicide under no circumstances but you know when you hear about the people that take pills i say yeah, they think they wanted to end it, but they really didn't. They want to be where somebody can rescue them, or they really yes. can't. They want they crying out for help, like I want attention or right, whatever. Right. I really don't want to kill myself. Yep. But um, you know, when you talk about you know the gun, you you was serious business. Like you knew there was a possibility. I'm not coming back from this. Yes. Um. Sometimes with this, you know the. Attempt to slash another wrist. Right. I'm not too sure I really want to go, but let me just. It's a cry for yeah, help. Cry for help and, and not, hanging. Not to discount that. Right. Not but, to discount it because it's, it's serious on all levels. Right. But I just think when you get to to these point of using you know a gun or you know you know jumping off of an extremely high you know something building cliff or whatever. And hanging yourself because you know once you cut off your your air, you know it's a done deal. So the 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 bullying obviously had gotten to a point where they he just felt like he couldn't do it no more. He he did leave um a note. Yeah. Um, you know his mom found him, and you know he left a note and just pretty much explained he couldn't take it no more. It was every day. This wasn't just like isolated event. You know, this is going on every day, every day. This every is day. crazy. So I'm pulling up a couple of other examples because there are just too many to count, to yeah. be honest, recently. Uh, this one was um, actually a black lesbian um, who had attended Howard University. It's unclear whether or not she was a current student or not. She was 19 years old. Um, she was having a lot of trouble with a lot of different things in her life, this article says, but it sounds like her main issue and problem in life. And from her opinion was her sexual identity and just trying to express that. So she committed suicide. Um, and this was just a couple of weeks ago. 
Um, there's another one, um, a 13 year old boy in Texas, um, a couple months ago, his name was Asher Brown. His parents had actually reported to the school district multiple times about the teasing and the bullying that their son, um, experienced and they had got actually no help at all. No response, no um, resolution, no cooperation. And when their son committed suicide, he actually found his father's gun and shot himself. Um, when he came home from school one day, his parents went up to the school, of course, saying that the school, you know, never did anything. Now their son is gone. And the school has, is now saying that they never received these complaints and they don't know what the parents are talking about. It's just, it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, so I, I'm not sure. I don't want to go into any more examples because this is freaking depressing. It was depressing putting this show together quite selfishly. So there are a couple of things that I want to end with as it relates to kind of the positive side of this and what we can do to really help improve this so that this doesn't happen. Um, and Puff, you started to mention some of this earlier about things that we need to do to curb bullying because really um, life is hard anyway. And and so the bullying, if we get the bullying under control, then people will, I think, have a better chance of sort of being able to peacefully coexist. Um, there's these things called gay-straight alliances that a lot of high schools have where straight and gay students are a part of a same the same club and just, you know, kind of have a very, uh, what's the word? Collaborative peaceful we can all get along kind of experience and appreciating that we're different but at the end of the day we're you know we, we all deserve respect um telling someone who cares i think is huge and especially for kids because kids don't like to come home a lot of kids don't like to come home and tell their parents stuff mm-hmm. they would prefer to tell their friends or not tell anyone at all but I, I, I just, I don't know how to yeah, stress and, that um, anymore. <laughs> you know, it's with, with anything that we are, are, are resistant to or don't know how to deal with. I mean, I think the best thing in terms of the school setting is like everything. We have to educate, you know, there, there needs to be, um, you know, workshops, seminars, you know, get these kids, somebody, talk mm-hmm. to them. Like, this is where we need all the people they love to come into play. Yes. Jay-Z and Beyonce. And, yo, Wouldn't give, that give be back great? to the community. Come back, come start speaking to these kids at these schools. And, you know, we get ready tonight is, is powerhouse here. Oh, is it tonight? Yeah, all, I'm, it's all kinds of youth down there. Oh, uh. like, you know, just just really start putting it out there. Put some consequences in place. Yes, educate and not just educating the kids. Educate these administrators and the teachers and how to deal with it. Because um, you know, some of us, unfortunately, we live in some of the roughest um, school districts, and there's no support or whatever. And you just there maintaining and getting your check. And it's like as long as I make it out safe, mm-hmm. and you know. 
we got to put some measure in place. And actually, we just got to uh, um, think because we're getting ready to go to a professional development off-site mm-hmm. next week. And we get to, it's like 15 different workshops that they're offering. And it's funny that we're doing this because we had to pre-register. One of the ones that I registered for is bullying. Oh, good. Like, it should be mandatory now. It should be. Yeah, absolutely. Of, for uh, teachers. training. And the same approach that many schools take with with the fighting, it should be a no tolerance. But at the same time, we can't just, you know, pass the bullying problem to the next school or right. to the next whatever to get it out your hair. That's true. It has to, it has to be addressed. Yep. Um, you know, I know when I first started at where I'm at now, I went through an intense training with um, peer mediation and conflict resolution. We got to teach these kids how to sit down and and communicate with each yes. other and accept each other like it's okay so what he's just gay. real so what? basic real basic and kids one thing one thing about kids they're moldable they're yeah you know you can get them and they may be act like they tough and all that kind of stuff but you could get them if you stop the ignorance at the lower level it can't breed it can't harvest to grown adults with ignorance you yeah, know what that's I'm saying? true but for immediate result you know we got to put some adults in place that can be sounding boards that can listen and yeah. and you know give give our you know youth that are you know gay lesbian whatever somewhere to go to to talk to somebody to let them know you know you're not alone this you know you're not you're not alone on one hand it's like on many shows, I've said like our youth, they I give it to them, they you because they you know they come out. Oh my it ain't gosh! Deal, but then when you look at the flip side of it, you know, look at all that they have to deal with. Yeah, in, in, in that, you know what I'm saying. So right. it's like, you know, wow. Yeah, but some some definitely. This is crazy. Has to be done. Well, you're mentioning celebrities, so um, it's funny the it gets better campaign, which is like a a whole host of YouTube videos, was created by my man. Dan Savage. I didn't even know that. Oh, yeah. Let me just say how much I love Dan. Oh, I freaking love Dan. Shout out to you if you're listening, Dan. So, anyway, I just want to say, um, go to YouTube, guys, uh, Lowe's Podcast Villages, uh, YouTube.com, and check out the It Gets Better project. Um, so, Neil Patrick Harris, y'all know him as Doogie Hauser. Yeah, he's gay. He's been out for a while now. He actually, he and his partner just adopted twins. Oh, wow. Yeah, so he's um, got a video. Um, Ellen DeGeneres has a video. Um, these are all It Gets Better videos. Kathy Griffin, the singer Kesha, uh, Paris, Perez Hilton, Sarah, better do Sarah Silverman. I did see something about Oprah doing a show about bullying. So I definitely... Um, yeah, we'll definitely keep an eye out on that show. I'm sure that's coming. So anyway, y'all, it gets better. Obama did a damn video. This guy, he's not a celebrity, but oh my gosh. If you Google city council video, it gets better. It comes up. This man had me in tears. I didn't even know. I I mean, you know, it's just, it's crazy. So, but anyway, um, it's just, uh, it's a sin. It, it's... I'm just a little bit speechless. Yes, even me. <coughs> Sorry. 
So in terms of advice, I think we've done that. We've talked about telling someone. We've talked about, you know, um, just trying to stand up for yourself and um, just find allies. Everyone can find allies, whether they're in your school, outside of your school. We have teens that listen to our show. So I think it would be irresponsible of us if we did not provide a, a hotline number. So... <clears throat> There's something called the Trevor Project, which um, as a teen in particular can help you if you have questions or, um, you know, suicide thoughts or any kind of concerns or sort of doubt about your identity and you just need somebody to talk to. It's confidential. It's a toll free number and it's open nationwide 24 hours a day. The number is one 488 Seven three eight six, and that's the Trevor Project. And now, again, the number is one eight six one eight six six four eight eight seven three eight six. I tell you. So I think we're going to insert um, maybe Obama's. It gets better. Yeah. Um, after this, and then some appropriate song. I, I don't know what song that is right now, but. It'll come to us. Mm-hmm. We haven't done a what if in a really long time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it looks like we're not going to have one tonight. So, it gets better. Babies. Mm-hmm. Are you done? Mm-hmm. Why are you not saying a word? I don't know. Okay. You did say a word. All right. So, people, hopefully this has been not too depressing, but um, something that we just had to do. Yeah. Okay. So, anyway, it gets better. Holla, bitches. Deuces. Bye. Like all of you, I was shocked and saddened by the deaths of several young people who were bullied and taunted for being gay and who ultimately took their own lives. As a parent of two daughters, it breaks my heart something that just shouldn't happen in this country. And we've got to dispel this myth that bullying is just a normal rite of passage, that it's some inevitable part of growing up. It's not. We have an obligation to ensure that our schools are safe for all of our kids. And to every young person out there, you need to know that if you're in trouble, there are caring adults who can help. I don't know what it's like to be picked on for being gay, but I do know what it's like to grow up feeling that sometimes you don't belong. It's tough. And for a lot of kids, the sense of being alone or apart, I know it can just wear on you. And when you're teased or bullied, it can seem like somehow you brought it on yourself for being different or for not fitting in with everybody else. But what I want to say is this. You are not alone. You didn't do anything wrong. You didn't do anything to deserve being bullied. And there is a whole world waiting for you, filled with possibilities. There are people out there who love you and care about you just the way you are. And so, if you ever feel like, because of bullying, because of what people are saying, that you're getting down on yourself, you've got to make sure to reach out to people you trust. Whether it's your parents, teachers, folks that you know care about you just the way you are, You've got to reach out to them. Don't feel like you're in this by yourself. The other thing you need to know is things will get better. And 
more than that, with time you're going to see that your differences are a source of pride and a source of strength. Someday, we'll get it together and we'll get it undone. 